0: Hi everyone, I'm Chloe. And I'm Bridget. And this is the Open Source Show. The last Bug Eye Bash was really like a machine learning formatting issue where they were like, we're gonna send you some data. And uh, by the way, this data doesn't have the fields that you expect. The monitoring was going crazy. We were like, this doesn't happen in development, only in production. If you can't see what's happening in your code, if you can't see either where things are going wrong or like how things are performing, it becomes like a black box to you and then you can't make the changes that you need to make.
1: So Chloe and I are here talking about logs, metrics, all of the things you need for visibility into what's happening with the running state of your systems. Sure, I mean, observability, relatively
0: new term, but it covers a lot of different things logging, errors, metrics, and they're all super valuable and they all serve different purposes. So for me, I like to think of logs as a kind of a storybook of everything that's going on in the application. Someone logged in, someone made an account. Metrics are great visualizations, but you need to know what you're tracking in order to make the metrics. So a large spike could be really positive or negative, same with the large spike down. So the example I like to give is, let's say you have a ant so you get ant traps, then you have a mouse problem, you get mouse traps, but then there's a squirrel. Like now you get squirrel traps, you don't want to do a fire drill each time. You need a tool that can alert you in real time of what's going on. Because what if there's an issue that affects thousands of people that you find out about months later
1: (laughs) and they go use a competitor instead? Or maybe you don't find out about it for months and months and meanwhile, they've been unhappy. Exactly, and there's a lot of different ways that customers can reach
0: out to you. The favorite passive aggressive tweet, those are always fun. There's customer support tickets,
1: but how do you know what you don't know? That's what error tracking is for. So if you want to tease out those unknown unknowns, but you by definition don't know what they are, so it's hard to look for them, where do you even start? Sure, so up until this
0: point, a lot of people have used their logs, but the question I always like to ask when I give talks on this to the audience is, all right, show of hands, who after a long day of coding likes to crack open a LaCroix or a bottle of wine and read through their logs? Usually (laughs) no hands, I did get one hand once, this talk is for that guy. (laughs) that's the thing. You don't want to have to sift through your logs all day. You need to know the information that's relevant and specific to you and the errors that you need to know about. And that's the danger of just having a constant alerting system like a Slack channel or email notifications that say, a bug happened, a bug happened. Well, and those email notifications, you're not actually going to sit there and read all those emails. Exactly. So the information has to be relevant, specific. And I think what's most important is not having to make developers context switch all the time because that is going to bring down productivity quite a bit
1: especially if they are in the context and the understanding of their specific application, making sure that they're only being alerted about that application. Sure, I mean, the billing team doesn't need to know about
0: things that are happening on the shopping cart team. There's, there's different situations in which you need to know different information.
1: And especially if you're in a scenario where you know, you have great cross-team collaboration and you have your feature developers on call for their application, they are not gonna be happy if it's three in the morning and they got paged about something that they know nothing about. How do you recommend that people start if they want to uh, make their application more observable or make it easier to introspect what's going on?
0: Sure, I mean, I'm a big fan of using multiple tools. Obviously, I'm a fan of Sentry.io, But we have a lot of great integrations because we are an open source product. So you can have your metrics, you can have your logging, you have the entire stack trace, and you're alerted of the issues within your application. Um, There's also other really great integrations like Session Stack, which will actually show you a visualization of what was going on in the application as it happened, instead of having to debug through a support ticket or over the phone, because that's not a great experience for the user or for the developer.
1: Well, and if you're trying to recreate what someone was experiencing, When they were having a problem, like that's kind of, you know, time travel and magic, and maybe not entirely possible unless you have tooling that captures what the state of reality looked like at that time. Exactly. And it's so important to not make your uh, users basically debug it for you,
0: especially when you work
1: on a developer tool. (laughs) Well, and even if your users have the ability to do that, which developer tools, so yeah, they probably do, they may not want to like they may not be super interested in debugging your tool for you because they are trying to use tools to get their work done. Exactly.
0: And for example, I'm a very visual person, so I'll show you in this handy demo that I prepared. (laughs) So as you can see, this is not a realistic application. It's built to throw errors, which we probably wouldn't build something like this in the real world, but I can kind of demonstrate what this would look like. So it's a simple voting application. I'm gonna type in my email right here. That way I have the user's email address. If I want to reach out to the user later, I can capture that as the user's
1: email. You find out really important things about the users, like if they love cats and dogs and all other adorable animals. Super important.
0: So in this situation, It's a voting app. You can click on the different animals. I also made this handy-dandy breadcrumb button. Now, usually a breadcrumb would be to track people going to the cart or people going to a certain page or clicking a certain part of the UI. It's a specific thing that you can tag and then look inside of the Sentry UI and say, oh, interesting, this keeps happening when this button's pushed. So if I go into the Sentry UI, I have all this lovely information in one place. So I can see here is the user's email address, what browser they were using, how many people this affected, obviously just me in this situation because I just clicked this. Um, But when it comes to debugging, I've got the entire stack trace here. We have different integrations with Datadog and Session Stack where you can actually see a walkthrough of exactly what the user was going through. Um, So it's a bunch of tools all in one place. Now, how granular can you get? So many tags, so many different ways to dive in. And then, of course, what we talked about, the over-alerting situation. There's different ways to refine, I only want to know about these particular issues or if 500 people experience this issue in five minutes because, oh my gosh, everything's on fire.
1: (laughs) Now, is there a way to then cross-correlate that with, say... And we had a deploy. Gee, everything was broken after the
0: release. Yeah, I mean, that's where metrics are super, super useful. And having all of those tools in one place is what's really going to save developers time. Because the last thing you want to do is context switch between one application and another, and oh my gosh, what was I doing? What was I debugging? (laughs) So having it all in one place, and that's kind of the beauty of open source, right? We can all build off of each other and use each other's code and have a better observability view. I like it. But if people
1: want to learn more or if they want to contribute, where would they go?
0: Sentry.io. Everything's built out in the open. We also have a lot of really fun tutorials on there that are Star Wars themed and whatnot. So check it out
1: if you have more interest in observability. I like the idea of the Star Wars themed tutorial. That sounds fun. (laughs) Um, And really, there's a lot of places people can get involved. They can take a look at opensource.microsoft.com. Exactly. Happy bug squashing.